what's going on everyone i am your host mia x and it breaks my heart to report that young Dolph, um age 36 was shot and killed in memphis tennessee today um my episode completely changed this was not going to originally be my episode but um as you may know i'm from nashville tennessee which is just three hours away from memphis and i have plenty of family from memphis memphis is like a second home definitely just heart and um i definitely was a young Dolph fan i really really loved young Dolph. um just hearing the news right away I was like, no, this is, <laughs> this is a lie. This is not true. This is, this is not, no, <laughs> there's no way. And then of course it was confirmed. Um, Dolph was a father of two beautiful children, um, brother, an uncle, a son, you know, a cousin. And it just shows that this is happening too much to our black men. So um, on this episode, I definitely want to give honor and praise and just talk about Young Dolph life outside of just being a rapper. And then also just preventing and um, help for, and resources about gun violence, especially amongst our black men, okay? Black on black crime is just out of control. It happens every second hour of the day every single place everywhere <laughs> everywhere some black man is getting killed and it's just really sad and we're going to talk about that today so just going to go and elaborate into more of who young Dolph was adolph robert thornton jr better known as his stage name young Dolph, was born in chicago july 27th 1985 but was raised in memphis tennessee um like i said unfortunately he passed um killed excuse me was killed today um at makita's bakery in memphis a bakery well known um that he was well known to go into he was just there last week the owner um confirmed um he went there all the time and unfortunately today he was going to buy his mother some cookies and got shot and killed black men can't even go to the store and get skittles and Arizona tea or cookies for their mom. It, it's it's getting that bad where just being black, not only we're just with cops, but with your own people um, due to just jealousy, envy, and just hatred, all of that, which is a disease that is killing us more and more. Um, and it's just really, it's really breaking my heart to just read over his story. But young Dolph on his time here that God gave us him, um, his time here was very fortunate and very well used. He was very smart. He was a businessman. And a lot of people don't really know, you know, of course you listen to his songs and you think, oh, you know, he just a rapper, you know, rap about the usual things that rappers, most people rap about, but there's things they experienced, you know, gun violence. Unfortunately, that is something that happens all the time. So of course they're going to tell their story about it. You know, rap is just all about telling a story. Um, and so just gun violence, things that he had to deal with just coming up in the hood and things like that. And, you know, you look at that and you don't think that's, that's all he is. And he's way more than that. He was way, way more than that. So, um, just to elaborate on a lot of things that he did while, um, alive, 
five wealth lessons from Young Dolph. So if you listened last week on our episode, we talked about budgeting and saving and debt. So Young Dolph definitely dibbled and dabbled in the wealth um, category. So five lessons from him that um, are coming from interview sources with Yahoo, Forbes, and Complex that he shared. One of them, a regular job is the slowest way to wealth. Um, Dolph said to his grandmother that he, she couldn't convince him to work a regular job. Um, his first legit business was a neighborhood barber. He made his own hours instead of asking for them. So he was all about creating your own schedule. You know, um, there's many things that you can do and many talents that you probably have that you didn't even know you could <laughs> make money off of. And so Dolph knew from day one that a job was not for him. He was like, nah, I want to make my own schedule. I don't want to be told what to do. I'm going to be my own boss. So a regular job is the slowest way to wealth. That was lesson number one from Young Dolph. Lesson number two, your network is your net worth. Okay, so Dolph friends knew he were, um, had million dollar skills. He said, my homies turned my freestyles into a business. So I re recorded a CD and gave 20,000 copies away for free, paving the way for Welcome to Dolph World, a classic. So basically, he networked his business. Of course, you know, coming out as a new artist or just anything new um, that you're creative with, it's going to be hard to get it marketed out on the street and actually make money for it. But if you spread out your network and people know who you are and what you're about, then you will already have net worth because people are going to talk about you. So he gave away those copies for free and giving those copies away for free, people are automatically going to listen because, hey, it's free. Why not? And as of course, it was good. His product was great. A lot of people loved it. Boom. His net worth started, and there you go, classics. So be a CEO first. Dolph said that he was a CEO before he was an artist. Bosses knew their business, okay? The ins and outs, and they own it. Um, the artist makes his product, Young Dolph, but the CEO knows how to sell it, Adolph Thornton Jr. So basically, he marketed his product under the name of Young Dolph, but he was the owner and the CEO of it being his real government name. So, of course, when he did like um, maybe like his um, masters and things, he put in certain things in the Young Dolph name, which he probably made that a LLC, to be honest. Um, I'm not confirming this, just a, just a guess, but many artists, you can make different things, an LLC or just a different company, and then be, like he said, Adolph, his real government name himself. So he made Adolph Thornton Jr. a CEO, but Young Dolph the product, if that makes sense. Um, lesson number four, invest rather than impress. Dolph said, I knew I could get it, get Dolph up, then I could figure everything else out because then I got a brand to stand out on that on my own. Um, Dolph invested $3 million in his business, Paper Route Empire, eventually leading to a $22 million deal he turned down because he knew he was worth more. Investing in yourself is the ultimate independence. So he invested $3 million and turned down a $22 million deal just because he knew his worth and he wanted independence a lot of these music um these artists get into this industry and they're so quick to sign and to sell but then there's so many things in the contract that you miss or that you properly don't read even if you don't even have the lawyer or you just don't understand they throw a lot of big words that honestly those lawyers probably don't even read 
or those companies don't probably even really quickly understand themselves, but they throw that to trick the average person. So someone who is excited to get their product out and want to be just known very quickly, normally a lot of people would have took that $22 million deal. I mean, it's an $18 million difference. Who wouldn't? But you got to look at the back end of it. I feel if he did sign that deal, he probably wouldn't have been able to say the things he wanted to say, make the exact music that he wanted to make, um, do tours when he wanted to do tours. When you sign those deals, typically those um, record labels own your life. They tell you when to make an album. They tell you sometimes what to put on the album. Sometimes everything that you want to put out, they don't want to put out or they're going to suggest something that was sell, quote unquote. Um, when to go on tour. They're, they're going to make up all those things that you really have to comply with because of your contract. And the fifth lesson, the last lesson, own or be owned. Dolph signed a multi-million dollar distribution deal with Empire and kept his masters. This partnership enabled him to increase his sales while maintaining ownership. When you own, you and your descendants eat forever. So I feel like that's the biggest lesson at the end. He owned his masters, meaning that if you stream any of Young Dolph music, him and his, um, his children and his family will get all the money from the streams because he owned it rather than the company own it and maybe giving a small percentage if they do, you know, to the children or whatever percentage in the contract because they own the music and they can do whatever they want with it. But since Dolph owned his music, his family can own, do whatever they want with it and they get all the benefits for it. So even if you're not a young Dolph fan, it will be who of you to just check out some of his music and um you know some of his, his songs you might vibe with you might not like it but whatever you do just try to listen to some of his music because that is going to help his children tremendously and his children are young y'all um very young so god bless them my heart goes out to them um one thing that really broke my heart was a post by his longtime girlfriend um and she made a post about um, black men deserve to grow old. So that was a platform and a campaign that she was starting. And unfortunately, now she has to add her own significant other to that list. And that is what we're going to get into. So just black men growing old, you guys, this gun violence has to stop. And it's so crazy because a lot of these issues are just over money. They're over money, power. Or to be honest, excuse my French pussy. <laughs> They're over money, power, and pussy. That is, that is it's really a disease. And it's so sickening because many of these dudes, you know, they come from the same place. And, you know, they came from the same school, the same street. They had pretty much the same lifestyle. But it's always just that one person that sometimes they just have it. They just have that talent. They, they have it. And they hit. And they make it. But for some reason, those same guys on the street, instead of being proud and clapping their fellow, you know, neighbor on, they're jealous. They're wondering, why not me? Why Why couldn't be me? Why, why he make it? I, I'm better. I they look at it so hatefully. And that jealousy strike, it is a really a disease, you guys. And it really eats people alive to where they can't sleep breathe or think without being better than someone else and and that's just a humanity thing we just have to love one another okay when it comes to our black men you know people will be so quick to pull a trigger but why because that could be you 
on that other end over what some money some territory some drugs because it's either going to lead you in prison and we already know how the prison system is already heavy on our black man as it is or you're going to die and many of these men yes they do it to provide but there's so many different ways and that is what i wanted to do with this podcast to show you different ways to make money give you other different ways that is why it's called the do her podcast because doers they do rather than just merely think and talk they're gonna go out and do it so i feel like one of the first steps is just telling people that you love each other especially our men a lot of our men don't even get that emotional touch and that base they don't even get a hug sometimes they get a oh you'll be okay suck it up deal with it you'll be all right it starts in the home and you know sometimes it is just a one per you know one parent home but it's also love in that community that's why we have teachers and coaches and and mentors and brothers and uncles we have a community it takes a village it takes a village to show that child that they're loved especially if they come up in a rough neighborhood it definitely takes a village and it definitely takes more action that's why when you have community service events like clothing drives and thanksgiving passing out food which is so crazy because just within a week ago um young Dolph donated 200 um turkeys excuse me he donated 200 turkeys to a cancer um center stuff like that you know um showing that the community that you love and that you care for them being out there loving one another that really makes a difference you don't know what person or what life that you changed just for the simple fact that you shared love you shared a gift of kindness but many people are so quick to just worry about themselves you know once they got theirs oh that ain't my business i don't care about what's going on over there as long as me and mine is good but aren't we all family aren't we all one especially black people we have to stick together so many times we have to stick together now granted you know just due to history just knowing knowledge you know being oppressed for so many years some of the things we cannot help but okay we can't we can't keep using that as an excuse anymore we can't say oh we're behind because of slavery we can't do that no more okay we we can't use that no more it's time for us to start owning businesses it's time for us to start um shopping and and looking up to people that look like us because if we can do that it inspires us you know and not to um dishearten anybody's craft or just to put down on it but you know look we have to really start owning businesses because look everybody can't be a ball player or a rapper i'm sorry that is not the only two things that is going to save our black men can i say that can i can i really say that like can i really because that i feel like that is the only way i feel like our men are going to say that they make it oh i can rap oh, i can play ball that is not what God designed black men to just do. We are so talented and more creative than just those two avenues. And like I said, not to downplay those things. They are great. And if you got that talent, boy, you better take it and you better run with it. But don't say, oh, I do music 
or I do, you know, I can play ball and you BS it. If that is what you really want to do, you better eat, sleep, pray and do it until you get it right, until you make it to where you want to make it. But don't just use that as an excuse and as a little gateway to just kind of play around. Okay, because I need we need some painters. What about somebody owning grocery stores? Okay, owning um, apartment buildings. Okay, owning land, owning stuff in the community. That's fly. You still got money, and you helping the entire community for the better. What? What? Why we can't look up to that? We need more of that. And because that can be just any old body. You don't have to be talented to own a building. <laughs> You just need to know how to make the right moves and have the right money, of course. And boom, it can happen right away. You don't you don't need none of that. You don't need nothing special to know how to handle business. But we don't really have that representation that much, you know, or it's very, very few. That's what we need to start doing, owning businesses, buying the block. Even if you don't have the money yourself, get a group of people together. Go in on a building in your neighborhood. Move somebody out. Our children needs to see someone like them. Like, let me say this right here, especially for my ladies. You know, we go to beauty supply stores. I only know one black owned beauty supply store and that's because it's in Nashville and it only been open with about three or four years, Roots. That's black owned, thank God. But if I go to a beauty supply store, it's usually Korean people. Baby, what they know about black hair? <laughs> what they know about my 4C hair they got braiding hair and they can't even and I they can't braid my hair they can't you know I mean they could but they don't understand they don't look like me yet they're owning the products in the store and they're owning all of that and selling it to me but why can't somebody black be it why can't I go into a beauty supply store and ask someone at the counter, oh, what should I get? And they actually understand and they actually can tell me. It starts there. You know, we have we have to have that representation. Um, getting into your community, y'all. So if you're very fortunate, you know, and when I say fortunate, I'm meaning that you know you're gonna be eating for Thanksgiving. You can at least expect, you know, expect some presence at Thanksgiving. That's what I mean, fortunate. You already know it's not something that you don't live without. It's not something that's foreign to you. You know that holidays are holidays for you. Give to those who don't know what they're going to eat for Thanksgiving next week. Give to those who don't even know they're going to get a Christmas present. Or their mom told them, you know, hey, Christmas is not really going to be it this year because, you know, I lost my job. Or I don't really have it to give y'all what y'all really want. Give to those. It starts by just not thinking about yourself all the time. Care for your other person. Walk some kids to school. Greet them at the bus stop. You got a child? Greet every kid. Say hello to them. Say good morning. Smile at someone. You know? Give a gift to a neighbor. It just, those random little kinds of acne. You know, it's something that's just random. It's just something about a random um, act of kindness that's what I was looking for a random act of kindness that does something for people because you don't know what type of day that person was having and then boom you showed up with something that changed their whole day changed their whole mind so 
it just really starts with the community. That is one of the easiest and cheapest ways to just show love and to just change the trajectory. A lot of this hatred, this killing and all of this violence is all due to the lack of love. People are just not loved. They not knowing that they're loved, especially men. And it's so crazy because November is men mental health month. And 84 men a week take their own life. 75% of all suicides are male. Men are less likely to get help. It takes a village. It takes you actually caring. And when you ask someone how they're doing, you mean that wholeheartedly. And if you have the time to listen to them. And when it comes to, especially when it comes to someone expressing their feelings about their mental health or just, you know, venting, I feel like we should do something like this to change the trajectory to help people. When someone is going through something and you ask them how they're doing, ask them before, you know, before they tell you, if they if they want to tell you, say, do you want suggestions or do you want me to just listen? I promise you asking that simple question will really change it because sometimes people just want to talk. They just want you to listen and be there for them. And that enough right there would just shows that, man, somebody cared enough to just listen to me. I didn't really want you to say nothing. I just wanted you to listen. You know, but sometimes, you know, we come in with a, you know, saying that we want to care and listen to you and we come in ready to solve this person's life. And sometimes nobody wants, you know, you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear somebody coming in and you telling them about your problems and then they come in and be like, oh, well, you need to do this, this, this. Sometimes the person already know what they need to do. They just want somebody to listen. Sometimes the person knows their solution and they don't need you telling them again. They know what they need to do, but sometimes people really just want you to listen. And I feel like sometimes with our men, they know exactly what they need to do. They just, you know, want somebody to hear them out, to say that they care, to say that they love them. So go out and love your brother, your uncle, your cousin, your father, whoever. Tell them that you love them. Listen to them, you know? And ask, like I said, you want suggestions or you want me to just listen? That right there would just help. Also, if you are a male student at North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University, you can come to um, Are You Good Bro, a program with active minds that we present in collaboration with all of the fraternities on campus. Um, we are having a program next Monday, November the 22nd at 4 p.m., okay? a great program that you all should come out to um really excited and like i said it is in collaboration with all of the fraternities um including the uh, mu psi chapter of omega psi phi fraternity incorporated um the beta epsilon chapter of alpha phi alpha fraternity incorporated um the alpha nu chapter of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated and Men on the Move, okay? So it is a Are You Good Bro program happening next Monday, November the 22nd, 2021 at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, okay? And you can register for it at 1891 Connect, okay? So that is something for the men of NCAT. But if you are not a male student of North Carolina A&T, then you can um, get resources. You know, there are many ways to look up for um, 
a mental health counselor. Mental health, um, a lot of things are free. They have um, hotlines that you can definitely reach out to or just talk to a trusted friend. But it's it's time to wake up, gentlemen. It's time to get help. It's, it's, it's not healthy and it's not doing anybody no good for you to just keep it all to yourself. Because this is going to eat you alive and destroy your life or someone else's life, unfortunately. So please talk to someone. Hug that male friend in your life. Keep them in your prayers, okay? And... um. See you all on the next episode. If you have a post, you have a purpose, okay? If you have a post, you have a purpose. Please believe every day on this earth. Don't take it for granted. If God woke you up, it's because you still had something to do. The moment that you are laid to rest in his book, you have completed your mission on this earth. If you have a post, you have a purpose. We are here for a reason. And although 36 is a very young age, we cannot argue with God. God felt that Dolph came and completed his mission and he did a great job of it. He impacted many. Look at all the love that he got today. That just shows Dolph completed his mission. Rest in peace, young Dolph. And I'll see y'all on the next episode.